1: Today, we have Nolan on from Continuum, and we're going to be talking about the use case, the business case that practitioners make for Continuum. Uh, Nolan, do us a favor
0: and introduce yourself and Continuum. William, it's great to be here. Uh, I'm Nolan Church. I was the 56th employee and first head of talent at DoorDash. I then went on to be the chief people officer at Carta, and I left last August to found Continuum. Continuum is building a labor marketplace that connects world-class executives to venture-backed companies for full-time and fractional opportunities. And today, we are hyper-focused on people operations. Well, I love DoorDash A, and I love Carta B. Great.
1: So I've lo- I've loved where you've been, and I love what you're building. So when when we say a labor marketplace, you're you're really kind of you're targeting. Uh, as it sounds, you're targeting the higher end of the market.
0: That's correct. Um, if you think about how the world exists today, this right. top end of the market is serviced by executive recruiters, right? And and that is the market that we are going after.
1: Yeah, it's it's, it's very inefficient, uh, and it has been efficient head hunting ooh, uh, has been very inefficient for for a long time. So it's needed some disruption because you know, you just don't know who's good at what. And so by creating a marketplace and you're gonna take us into this, but by creating a marketplace, you've got ratings, you can really start to see who's good at what, where the talent is, maybe even cut out some of the, the middle people. So let's, let's, let's go into the marketplace, take, a, take the audience into kind of their experience
0: uh, with the marketplace. Yeah. Well, let me, let me tell you how it works and let me tell you how it works from the company side first. Right. So, um, essentially right now, if, uh, if you become a customer continuum, what we do is a 30 minute, what we call diagnostic call to best understand what problems you have and where we can potentially help you at the end of that diagnostic call, um, in our product, we send you, uh, we call the diagnostic email. And it's essentially a recap of the conversation to confirm what we heard in the conversation. From there, the customer then uh, goes in and says, Yep, like this is everything that we discussed. Um, and from there, they press a button that says accept and continue. Um, and then we get a note on our back end that says, Okay, this customer is ready to be matched to an executive to solve these problems. Um, so now I'll switch over and tell you a little bit about. The executive side, and I'll weave it back through. Um, So executives, when they onboard with Continuum, um, they tell us what their their superpowers are, where they can add significant value to early-stage venture-backed companies. And so with that metadata, um, we then leverage that when we're matching to solve problems for customers. So depending on that, availability, stage, size of company, we then curate an executive to help that company solve a problem typically within 48 to 72 hours. So um, at this point in time, we have now surfaced uh, an opportunity to an executive and the executive has the opportunity to say, yes, I am interested or no, I am not. If they say no, they remain entirely anonymous to the customer. Um, Their profile is entirely protected. Nobody knows that they're on continuum. If they say yes, we then surface the executive to the customer um, and then from there the customer will then accept that we will have a 30 minute intro call and begin working.
1: So a few things and first of all lovely business model. Um, The superpower. How do you validate, I mean, you, you've been in the world of talent, so yeah. you, you already know where I'm going with this. Yeah. Um, how do you, how do you, how do you monitor that? How do you validate that? you know, your, your superpower of three jobs ago might not be the superpower of today or correct. maybe you want to change superpowers. So like, so take us into that. And then the next question is going to be about quality, how you maintain quality kind of everywhere in this process.
0: Yeah, I think we'll probably kill two birds with this answer. So um, our vetting process today is the first piece. Every executive must have worked at a venture-backed pre-IPO company in a director, head of, VP, or C-level role. That's the first thing. Secondly, every executive is referenced through the current continuum network. And third, as the executives begin to engage with customers, um, we then use that data to better facilitate matches and validate what an executive is strong at or not. So
1: first of all, I love, and, and, and I love the focus. Um, the only, th- and you've, you've answered this probably a in different times, but uh, historically, Uh, you would look at a VC firm in the, in the, in the early aughts, let's say, and you'd go to the team page and it'd be, you know, 20 middle-aged pear-shaped white guys. Yeah. Right. And you know, that's just, it is what it is. We're not, not, we don't need to go and do history lessons, but the, how do we, and and your clients, I'm sure it's on their mind. How do you, while keeping that quality, because I love the focus again, you've been there. So you you understand how venture back you understand what pre IPO or what all of that looks like you've even uh, acquisitions plural or being acquired okay you you understand that and you've, you're understanding it at a, at a high enough level that you weren't just there you were you know you were in the mix so like I love that but but also I can see that being um, fairly homogenous. And it might be wrong and I hope I'm I hope I'm wrong but I can just as an outsider I look at that as like okay well first of all I love the experience because it, it's you know <laughs> yeah. it cuts out a lot of the learning okay hey we're we're gonna we're gonna take on 20 million dollars in funding oh boy here's what happens next like yep. you know if they've done it twice three times they already know what comes next so I love that part I'm just my, my initial worry is, okay, well, how do we balance that out with diversity,
0: inclusion, belonging, equity, and equality? Yeah, well, let me say a couple of things on this because I'm 100% with you. Uh, the first is is today, you know, we've been at this for about 14 months. We raised our seed in March. Um, we have a, about 90 executives on the platform. And, and just from a, a gender represent, representation standpoint, it's about 50-50 today. Um, of the execs on continuum. So that's the first thing. The second thing is, is I really believe bias shows up in, in the hiring process. Um, As I've worked with hundreds of hiring managers, you know, read all of the studies, you know, we all see it. So one of the interesting things that continuum does is we remove the search bar for companies. (laughs) And so instead of them perusing through, you know, another analogous network, would be like LinkedIn. Right. And, you know, you're getting all these pictures of different people and all of the human biases are in effect with us. You just get one person served up on a platter and we very clearly articulate to you why this is the right person to help solve your problem.
1: Mm.
0: And so we've been thinking about, uh, diversity and inclusion from the very beginning for how we design this. And it's one of the reasons we settled on no search bar uh, because we don't want companies to, to be searching through piles and piles and piles of candidates. Right. We want to find them the one person that can solve their problem and have it be focused on the problem versus focused on any of the other human biases in effect.
1: I love that. I love that. And a uh, dumb, dumb question alert. When when you said VC backed or pre IPO, um, I mean, again, dumb question alert. Does it have to be a successful venture? You know. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm dancing here. Yeah, this is me dancing, no. me, me being delicate because you know I've actually been in a firm that raised 11 million dollars, and it was a. <laughs> And it was a complete catastrophe. So like, um,
0: <laughs> well, let me elaborate. Uh, so, <laughs> okay. so as somebody who's probably, I mean, this is also one of the reasons and, and founder insights for continuum. I have probably made more mistakes than anybody okay. Okay. <laughs> as it relates to talent and recruiting. Um, and so, uh, I actually think when you make the mistakes yourself, you actually do learn a lot more. Right. But the issue is, and really where we have product market fit with demand, is oftentimes these companies don't have the time or the money to make the same mistakes that I was afforded to make at DoorDash and Carta. And so we connect you to experts that can help you see around corners, that can help you avoid these landmines, primarily because they've stepped on the landmines themselves.
1: I couldn't agree more. And I, I can tell you from that experience, uh, uh, 180 years ago, I, I, literally my next experience, I learned what not to do. So like that, that again, it was a catastrophe. I'll just admit that. But <laughs> I learned all of the things that uh, I needed to do right the next time. So, yep, I got it. How do you, um, to, you know, it's a two-sided marketplace, right? So you need folks that need to find this talent and they want a more refined and a sophisticated way of doing so. And you also need to find the talent uh, or the talent needs to find you, I guess. Uh, and so you want the marketplace to be balanced or balanced out. So let's, let's just, let's talk about both sides. What's your acquisition strategy to finding the folks, the company side? Yeah. And then what's your acquisition strategy for finding that talent?
0: Yeah, so demand acquisition with companies. Um, I actually think it first starts with the content that we are putting out specifically that I am putting out on HR, people, recruiting, and talent topics. So I've started writing a lot more, tweeting a lot more, and a couple of the threads have gone viral, and that's been a great way, actually, to drive demand to continuum. So that's the first way. Um The second way has actually been through word of mouth. And this is what excites us the most about what we're on right now. So I would say of the about 35 customers currently on the platform today, uh, maybe 12 or 15 of those have come through word of mouth referral. And again, we're still in the very, very early innings here. Um, From there, we've also made a few partnerships with VCs. And, you know, as you know, many of these VCs are building in-house talent teams that are costing hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars a year. And, you know, oftentimes they actually aren't providing a whole lot of help to the operators inside of a company. And so we do feel like the, there's significant value add to the VCs. One of the pitches to them is that we feel like we're venture capital insurance Um, Because some of these people, again, to your point uh, in that last conversation, have made a lot of these mistakes already and can help avoid the same mistakes uh, as these companies are building now. And then the fourth, which we just started turning on maybe three or four weeks ago, is some very light uh, outbound um, to, to some of these companies that are in that Series A through Series D initial customer profile that we're targeting. So that's how we're going after companies today.
1: And the and the talent side itself to f- make sure that you have that right, and again validated the the superpowers they fit the model, etc. Filling all of those folks up and into the marketplace and getting them excited about being in the marketplace, right? Um, and 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 being excited again. I love you know these. This is full time, but you also mentioned at the very beginning that. Th- this could possibly be a project, or fractional, or other types of ways to work with this type of this type of professional.
0: You got it. So actually, I would say fractional is probably where we have the strongest product market fit today. Um, and so, what what's really interesting is when we're trying to acquire executives, um, when we mention that we have opportunities to advise, consult, and invest. Um, It's kind of like shooting fish in a barrel, to be very candid with you. I did not expect this when we first started Continuum. Um, But we have extreme product market fit with executives. And I think the reason why is uh, this phenomenon happened maybe five years ago. CEOs started heavily angel investing Mm -hmm. into other companies. Um, Tony Hsu, the CEO of DoorDash, Henry Ward, the CEO of Carda. Uh, They're both investors in Continuum. They're frankly both investors in probably dozens, if not hundreds of other early stage companies. I knew this as an operator inside of those companies. Everybody knew it. And the executives, you know, when I got to this point in time at Carta in my career, so I was like, okay, I've made a lot of the mistakes. Um, I, I now know, like I've been there, I've done it a couple of times. I feel like I can add value to early stage companies, but what I didn't have was deal flow and I didn't know how to get it. And I'm not a self promoter. And it turns out that the best executives actually feel the exact same way. They are typically operating heads down in a company. They're adding a tremendous amount of value inside of that company but they all want the access to these fractional opportunities, but they just don't have the time, bandwidth, energy, or deal flow to get them. And so when we reach out and say, hey, um, you know, we have opportunities to advise, invest, and consult, um, people get really, really excited. And so to your point around balancing the marketplace, you know, I got this question a lot when raising the seed and we just had a little bit of validation. And my hypothesis at the, at the time is, is probably similar to what you're thinking right now, which was, hey, if you onboard somebody, you probably want to get them active within a week or two weeks. Well, I'll tell you right now, there's, there's a couple of world-class executives who we have onboarded that unfortunately, just given the dynamics of an early stage startup, we haven't been able to activate for 30, 45, sometimes 60 days. And um, one person in particular who I'm thinking of had like the worst onboarding experience with bugs in the product, you know, typical seed stage company problems. We didn't get him active for 60 days. We sent him his first consulting opportunity and he responded within four or five hours. And now he's been in that engagement for, I would say about three or four months um, and is one of the biggest continuum promoters that exist. So it's quite interesting some of these dynamics and hypotheses that we originally thought um, that have turned out to not be true in a positive way for us.
1: So the reaction from hmm, the executive search community, Uh, not to (laughs) say that you'd become the most hated person ever in executive search or in that space, you're bringing refinement, right? You're bringing, again, you're bringing just to, and you've dealt, you've, you've purchased executive search, you know, services, uh, at, at points in your career, I'm sure. many Uh, times Yeah. So, you know, you know how, how it is as a buyer, you know, you probably even know how it is as a candidate. So you're bringing a refinement there, but you know, people don't necessarily, (laughs) people don't necessarily love that refinement. You're shaking the tree here. So what's, what's been the response so far?
0: Uh, so, so I'll, I'll give you the, the full story. So as we were, um, as we were coming up with the idea for Continuum, it really started, uh, when, you know, I was running all of these exec searches inside of Carta and DoorDash and, and there's big problems. They're so expensive. I mean, a hundred to $150,000 searches. Sometimes they require equity, which I think is insanely outrageous. Uh, they're slow. So typical searches take between six and nine months. Um, and then, if you think about these companies growing so fast, oftentimes the person that you hire, you have now outgrown their skill set in eighteen months, and so now you're you're back to doing it again eighteen months later, and and so I, I noticed these problems, and I I have a many friends in executive search. Right. I, they are very very good people, and I went to them and I said. You know, I see these problems, like, why aren't you trying to apply technology to help make it cheaper, make it faster and make it more efficient for companies? And to be very honest with you, the answers that I got were, well, Nolan, I make $2 million a year and I work 40 hours a week. Why (laughs) would we do anything differently? And so, and so, so that was the first piece. The second really big piece was around fractional. And we had actually asked for this, even going way, way back to like my first or second year at DoorDash, we needed help with an engineering advisor. You know, everything was breaking every weekend because we're getting so much demand. And so, um, you know, we went to an executive search partner and said, hey, can you connect us to an advisor? And they basically said, No, we get these requests all the time. We only do full time. And so as I was thinking about Continuum and I was interviewing executives and they kept telling me, Nolan, I want access to fractional opportunities, I went back to that person. And I said, hey, please explain to me why you aren't doing this. Like, Why aren't you helping companies here? And his response, I'll never forget, was, well, Nolan, we make so much margin on full time search that it doesn't make sense. And so as Jeff Bezos said, your margin is my opportunity. Um, And so look, uh, you know, what we are building, we are, we are like a a minuscule speck in the universe compared to what executive search is today. Obviously we have grander ambitions, but I do believe competition is healthy. And I do believe that the current system is broken and antiquated and I feel very lucky and privileged to be one of the few people who's trying to change it.
1: And you are. I can. I mean, I know you are. Just from reading the releases and and looking at the the site, you're you're just just a different take on it. And again, a marketplace has a there's a beauty to a marketplace that kind of it susses itself out, uh, which I love. Um, take us into the demo in terms of both on the, on the company side and the, and the candidate side? I don't even know if we call them candidates. What do you call it? You call it talent, right? We call them execs. Execs. Okay, good. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, let me get the lingo. got to get my lingo down. So on the corporate side, what's their kind of first experience when you demo it? Kind of show them that their experience. What do they love? And then the same thing
0: with execs. What do, you, what are the, what do they fall in love with? So, William, this is how we know we're solving a really big problem because we don't do demos. We, we basically, which I, I know is like very, uh, it's not the standard conversation no, I love that it. you have. No, I love but, it. But, but candidly, you know, when we explain to a company that we can get you help within forty-eight to seventy-two hours. And that help is someone who has been there, done that, solved your problems before, and can immediately add value to the business. They're just like, what do you need me to do? Right. Um, so that's on that side. The The same is true, frankly, on the executive side. When we say we can connect you to fractional opportunities, um, they say, wow, like where where do I sign up and how do I sign up? And so there isn't a demo experience that we currently offer and we likely will not offer it for the foreseeable future.
1: And it's also, it's, it's, again, there's, there's a a white glove approach here, you know, um, executives kind of expect certain things to be a certain way. And so that that makes, that kind of makes sense uh, because you're dealing with talent at a certain level. Um, So. The where you make money question can be answered in a lot of different ways, but I think people will just be curious as to kind of, you know, maybe in general, what's the economic
0: model. Yeah, so we're very candid about this. Um, Executives come in and they set an hourly rate, we help them set this with a whole, whole host of factors, which is their current salary, what the median salary is on continuum, what we're seeing in the market. We have a pretty wide aperture, and so we can help people narrow in. Also, there are marketplace uh, effects at play. And so we tell people that, right, depending on, you know, what they set their price at. Like, obviously, it will affect buyers' decisions. Over time, um, we will we'll build something probably analogous to, like, what you see on StubHub. Um, so instead of us telling you, like, hey, this is what we're seeing, like, this is the, right. the median and top quartile percentile or whatever, um, it'll all be built-in product. Um, so we charge 15% on top of the exec's hourly rate. And that's it. Um, it's really, really simple. And, and that's what's intended to do. And the way we justify that 15% is you get help within 48 to 72 hours, which normally takes six to nine months. Right. Um, you get immediate access to these folks. And if you have any other problems, you just ping us. And then same, you know, the same is true.
1: So, I mean, first of all, I love the the economic model because, you know, this could be a, a, you know, in a marketplace, you could charge the executives, you know, but you're making it focused on the company side and saying, listen, we're going to get you there faster, and it's it's a way of looking at retained search, executive search, in a way of saying, yeah. We can just do it faster with people that have been there, they're vetted, etc. Um, as it As it stands right now, with with Continuum, is, is it invite only, or or am I overthinking it? Is are you it, finding talent, is, or are you? Yeah,
0: that's what I it is. It is invite only. Um, people can request um, an invite on our websites. Um, We have cold outbounded a few folks specifically, you know, one of the things we haven't talked about, one of the biggest areas in which we see a need right now across the board, um, regardless of the size of the company is within compensation and leveling, right? This is probably like the, the hottest area right now, given that talent is on the move, salaries are changing rapidly. And I think in a good way going up. Um, and so a lot of folks are requesting help. So we have actually done some outbound there. Um, but beyond that, it's either uh, requesting an invite on our site or getting referred by a current continuum member.
1: So the customer stories, and again, without naming names, uh, you know you've got some great you've got some great investors. You're out of the box. The technology is, is bulletproof. What are some of the, you know, as as we as 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 you can discuss, and again without naming names, just things that you have kind of fallen in love with, just how people have used continuum to facilitate, you know, solve problems, problem solving, yeah. and maybe even in intended or unintended ways,
0: <laughs> yeah. you,
1: and and just take us into a couple of great customer stories.
0: Yeah. So I'll start with what I thought it was originally going to be. <laughs> I,
1: I, I originally that's honest right
0: there, there ladies I, and
1: gentlemen that's what honesty looks like
0: i originally thought <laughs> it would be a, a kind of like a bat phone um in which hey i'm solving this very specific problem right now and i want to pick up the bat phone and i want to talk to the you know one of the world's experts who solved this before so that's what we thought and what's been really interesting is, is that customers on the demand side have pulled out so many more use cases from us that even during uh, my seed pitch, I hadn't even considered. So, so one is is what we call the recurring advisor model. And now because we went with some of the early customers, they've actually helped us figure out what the right cadence should be. So this looks like an hour synchronous call every other week, plus an hour's worth of asynchronous communication every month, um, and and this is this is so helpful for somebody that is an up and comer. Very similar to my profile at DoorDash and my profile at Karna, I had not been around the block two or three times. Right. I was solving new problems. And I essentially get to talk to somebody every other week and can email, text them whenever I want, whenever I have problems. Um, and they can be my sounding board. They can be my gut check. And they can be the person that's outside the organization that's helping me look like a superhero inside of the organization. So that's the first one. I love that. The second one is uh, project work. So I, I mentioned competent leveling. Right. We have a customer that started as Series B. They very quickly raised three rounds of funding to where now they're a unicorn Series E. And they needed help with their compensation and leveling. It was unstructured. They didn't have anything in place and they didn't have an expert in the building to help them do that. And so we connected them to two executives. um, One, to help with the leveling framework the competencies, the matrix, the job families, and another to then map that to the Radford data um, and then to help them also organize where they would be at from a percentile perspective of Radford, and also help them build an equity refresh program in which that executive has now presented to their board of directors. So again, not something I ever anticipated happening, 14 months ago, um, which kind of blew our socks off. So that's the second use case. And the third use case is where I think the world is going, um, which is, is what we call full-time fractional. And so this typically means in the neighborhood of 20 to 40 hours a week. Uh, and so we have one customer who is about to raise a very large Series C hundred million round that needs to fill out their executive bench immediately. And candidly, the CEO is, is very growth minded and she's very, very honest about what she knows and what she doesn't know. And you know, she doesn't know who are the best executive recruiters. Like we actually still need to use those today. She doesn't know how to set up uh, an interview process to suss out who, like, who is actually good and who is not. She doesn't know how to get that person excited. And so we placed an executive there who's working now about 20 to 30 hours a week Uh, helping this executive build out her entire executive bench. And I think we're going to see a lot more of that use case in the future.
1: I love it. Last question. And I just want to make sure the audience understands if someone starts with an interim or a project and
0: then the company falls in love with them. Yeah. How does that, how does that conversion work for y'all? So this is another area to where we feel like we're adding, um, Significant value to the marketplace, so we want that to happen, right? right? Like we, yeah. want, Try we want we got. companies to fall in love with executives, and so typically, uh, you know, recruiting firms or you know any sort of like placement fee is in the neighborhood of twenty five to thirty percent, um, and we charge ten percent of the first year's base salary.
1: Oh, yeah, that totally makes sense. I mean, that, I mean, and again, that's much cheaper than what you would see from. Uh, kind of an older, an older business model. Um, Nolan, this has been fantastic. I absolutely love what you're building. And I think it's just going to be just a, just a game changer because again, this is a very inefficient space and they don't really have a, a real reason. You know, you, when you're pulling down $2 million a year, you don't have a real reason to innovate and uh, you do, and you are. So thank you for coming on the Use Case Podcast and explaining it to us. I appreciate the time, William. It was a pleasure. Absolutely. And thanks for everyone listening to the Use Case Podcast. Until next time.
0: You've been listening to Recruiting Daily's Use Case Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite platform and hit us up at RecruitingDaily.com.